You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 36. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, I want to welcome you. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, what we're going to talk about is this question. Do you really need to cook to eat well and lose weight? So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. We're going to dive right in. Now, here's the thing. We all eat, but we don't all cook. And I'm wondering, how do you eat? Because all of my clients come to me with a different story and different views about what they do, how they eat, whether they cook or not. You may be one of those women who is cooking every day, or maybe you're one of those women who cook ahead and freeze for future eating, or just refrigerate for the next few days. Maybe you're one of the women who take out food from a restaurant or buy prepared food, or maybe you don't cook at all. Maybe you don't even want food in the house, and maybe you eat most of your meals in restaurants. So why do most women cook or not cook? And why do you? That's what I want you to explore today. Because there is a connection to how you eat and how you get your food and feed yourself that is related to how you do with your eating. And how you do with your eating is related, of course, to whether you get that extra weight off your body or not. Some women do cook. Some women love it. They find it pleasurable. They find it relaxing. They think that it helps them unwind after a long day's work. Or maybe this sounds like I'm speaking a totally foreign language to you. And maybe you're one of those women who just does not at all does not enjoy it, does not find it pleasurable. Maybe you don't want to spend the time on cooking or put in the effort to cooking. And in addition, maybe you have some hidden feelings, some hidden resentment about not wanting to take care of yourself. It's possible that it feels like one more thing on your list. Whether you have a family to cook for or others that you're living with to cook for, it may or may not play into your decision about cooking and your preference. But I want you to slow down for a minute and think about which one of those women is you most of the time. Let me ask you this. How do you associate your cooking or not cooking with your eating and your self-control and your good and bad habits. Think about that for a moment. Because I think that you may be blaming however you're eating, whether you're cooking or not cooking, as a reason for not being able to change your eating. And I'll explain what I mean by that. But why do we all blame the food, whether it's restaurant or home cooking? Why do you tend to blame the food Because if you do, I promise you, you're not alone. But here's the thing. You may be so frustrated that you can't figure this eating thing out 
that you may become desperate to point a finger at what's holding you back. And when you're trying to lose weight and eat differently, it's just not that uncommon to start looking for a reason. And then we tend to look at, well, I eat in restaurants all the time, that makes it harder. Or I cook all the time, that should make it easier, but it doesn't seem to. I want you to think about patterns and habits, but not blame. Not blame on yourself or your choices, and certainly not on your preference of whether you cook or not cook. You may think that you're safer and more likely to follow the rules of eating by eating at home. And why might you feel safer eating at home? And is this really a reality or is it just your thinking? If you think that eating out is hard and dangerous to sticking with whatever your plan is, then you're going to create feelings of fear whenever you go into a restaurant. And those feelings of fear are going to lead you to a belief that home cooking is the only viable option. And that's not a good thing if you simply don't see yourself as a cook. These are some of the things you might be telling yourself. When I'm home, I have fewer choices. I'm not faced with a whole menu full of tantalizing pictures of food and descriptions. When I eat home, it's a little less appealing because, you know, it's not beautifully professionally plated. And you may think that you have more control over the portions and the ingredients and the preparation, which can be true for sure. You may also think that when you eat at home, you're not served this giant portion. And so you may tell yourself, when you eat at home, it's easier to stop. And you may think it's this, the controlled food, the controlled portions, and the controlled ingredients. You may think that that's what will lead to your success or not. Now, on the other hand, you may be like one of the women I work with who tells herself, that maybe she's better off in a restaurant. So why might you be better off eating out? Well, there are so many choices you can get what you really, really want. But some women, and you may be one of them, fear restaurant meals because of exactly that same reason. In reverse, there's so many choices. There's a lot of temptation. There's a lot of ingredients that you're not in control of. There's amounts that get put on your plate that you don't get to decide. It just shows up on your plate. And it's harder to say no to things when they're in front of you on your plate. Whereas at home, they may never make it to your plate because you get to make that decision before you put your food in front of you. What if you have food sensitivities or actual allergies? And many, many people I work with do. I wonder if sometimes if you feel deprived or worried about what you eat, overly worried, that you might be fighting with the reality of what you should be eating and maybe possibly using that allergy as an excuse to only eat at home, to think that that is where you have control. Or maybe you might use that reason, that allergy, as a reason to want to eat out more. Maybe you're thinking, hey, it's not fair that I can't eat this certain food, so I deserve to not have to worry about food and planning, and I should be able to indulge more in restaurants. 
What if you're one of those women who simply does not enjoy cooking? Or maybe you just don't want to cook. Let's separate the reality from your thoughts about it. Do you think, do you tell yourself that it's too much trouble to cook? Are you telling yourself you're too tired or maybe that there isn't enough time? Or maybe you're telling yourself you just don't know how to cook. Here's the truth about this big debate. Taking good care of yourself is your responsibility and providing yourself with good food, whatever that means to you, however you define it, is your responsibility, however you decide to do it. There is no big rule. There is no one right answer to the question, do you need to cook to eat well and lose weight? It's however you decide to do it, but it's time. It's time to make peace with what you need. And it's time to stop resenting what you need to do to take care of yourself. So let's walk through how to make this decision or how you can make peace with whatever decision you've already made so you can feed yourself in a way that feels good and makes sense for you and allows you to follow your eating goals. Know that you are in charge of what and how you eat, always. Even if there are other people in your family who will be eating with you, even if you have an odd schedule or work late, you can make a plan that suits you and then just look at it as an experiment. You can test the elements of this experiment and see what actually does work for you. What's the right amount of time you're willing to spend on getting food or prepping food. That is totally up to you. What if you just don't enjoy cooking? Can you afford takeout or prepped food? If yes, that's okay. Then you can find a way to make that work for you. The important thing is to know that you get to decide how to do it and how to fit it into your life. How you look at food and eating will make this decision more challenging or less challenging? Are you thinking that you should be able to eat whatever you want, which might be interpreted as eating out five days a week? Or do you turn down all invitations to go out, staying home for fear of eating some forbidden food or some forbidden ingredient in a restaurant? This big debate, this conflict can be simplified all ways of feeding yourself can work for you. But the most important thing is that you become the author. You become the architect of your plan. I want you to make peace with the reasons you want to eat at home and then do it. Make the decision and then be all in. Make the decision to cook and have good food available if that's what makes you feel best. But then Don't use your decision to second guess yourself. Go all in and figure out what it will take. If you decide you're happier doing your own food at home, then investigate how to do it well. After all, you're doing it for you, the most important person in your life. And so you want it to be good. You want it to be easy. And if at all possible, you want it to be pleasurable. No drudge work no forcing yourself. Because if cooking for you is a choice, what you need to rethink and remember is that it is a choice. There are many other options. So if this is the way you want to go, 
then go all the way in. Find simple and delicious recipes and plan time to shop, plan time to cook. Get nice new containers to store your food. So when you come home to something you've prepared for yourself, it's like coming home to a wonderful restaurant. But everything in it is customized to your taste and your health requirements. If cooking is your choice, I want you to think about it as a gift you're giving yourself. There is no point in cooking if you're resentful and frustrated and it feels like the hardest thing in the world. Make it good for yourself. Let's say that you decide that you're not a cook or you just don't want to cook. That's okay. Totally. But again, I want you to come up with a plan where you can do takeout or go to restaurants or buy prepared foods and make it work. Make it work with your eating plan. And please know, honestly, that takeout and restaurants do not mean pizza every night, nor does it have to mean kids' food like chicken nuggets and macaroni. And it definitely does not have to be, what the heck, I'm in a restaurant, I may as well indulge and give it in to whatever I want. If you don't enjoy cooking or your schedule doesn't allow it, that doesn't mean you can and should eat whatever, whenever, and however much you want. All it really means is that you're still the creator of your eating plan and you have certain standards that you uphold for yourself. The big difference is simply this, it's who does the cooking. So if you're not the cook of your meal, you're still the designer of your meal. You still decide the what, the method it's prepared, the level of quality. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that you're always in charge of how much you eat, when you start and when you stop. Your goal is to feed yourself in a way that feels good, in a way that honors what your body needs and what in your heart you know is good for you. And of course, that's different for everyone. And that could be accomplished in a lot of different ways. Even if you are a cook or you want to give cooking a try, you can be the simplest of cooks and still eat delicious food. You can become the crockpot queen or the ruler of rotisserie chicken, something that I like to do. There are no rules except the rules you make for yourself that must work for you. How much do you want to eat? How much time are you willing to put into your meals? Know that whether you eat out, bring food in, or cook it, you need to face some simple facts. Any of these choices still require that you make decisions, that you put some time into basic planning and getting the things you need into your house. But there are so many options now for prepared food, for freezer options. I just came from visiting family in Chicago and there's a new chain called Snap Kitchen, S-N-A-P, Snap Kitchen, super healthy, delicious, very reasonably priced food in individual servings or larger for people who want to really eat well, but who don't want to cook. Now, even if you don't live in a big city with a company like that, there are always things you can do. When my kids were young, my girlfriend Terry and I got together once a month and we cooked a whole bunch of basic things for the freezer, and then we split them. So we always had real home-cooked food when we wanted it, but without cooking every single day. So you can see that I'm not pushing you into one camp 
or another. I want you to look inside and ask yourself some investigative questions. What do you want? What result do you want? How do you want to feed yourself each day? What will it look like when you imagine it? And what are you willing to do to make it happen? Once you figure this out, you can start to take steps to make it happen. You know by now that the answer to the question I asked in the beginning of our session, do you have to cook to eat well and lose weight? The answer is no. But yes, you do have to figure this out for yourself. I don't really know anyone at all who has the kind of life where they just show up at the table and a beautiful spa quality meal just appears. Well, maybe Oprah, but even Oprah seems to be involved in her food decisions. It's your job to take care of you. You can do that by cooking for yourself in many different ways. And you could do that by going out and still being very much in charge of what you order and what and how much you eat. And you can do that by bringing food into your house that someone else cooked. It's up to you. And that's the beautiful thing. What I want you to do now is make peace with yourself your desires around how you want to eat, and then make it happen. You can do this. You can choose to do this weight loss journey many different ways. And suffering through this is not an option because if you're suffering, either you won't make it through the journey or you'll hate every step of the way. And if you do that, you will always be on the verge of falling down. So make your decision choose how it will go down, and know that you can always change your mind and have several options combined to make your own unique way of providing food for yourself. And it's all one big experiment to see what feels right and what works. I know you can do this. My own eating has morphed through the years from when I was single, living in New York City, to being married with little babies, and now to still being married, but with my kids grown and on their own. And it keeps changing for all of us, doesn't it? The beauty of your life is that you get to adapt to your situation and your needs. Do you have to cook? No. Do you have to avoid restaurants? No. Do you have to go out to get delicious food prepared for you? No. You can do whatever works for you. I would love to hear what does work for you. And if you run into any questions or problems, are you a restaurant lover? Do you love to go out all the time or just for special occasions? Are you a great cook or a simple cook or just a hate to cook woman? That's okay, especially when you know yourself. Now that's it for today on this subject. I want you to stay focused on your eating and your choices of how you feed yourself. Take some time to be really conscious about what you're doing and how it feels. And if you're new here today, just a little reminder to stop by the show notes and pick up a copy of my downloadable book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. It's my gift for you, for all my listeners, and it will help you learn exactly what I teach all my private clients, and that is what went wrong in the past when you try to solve your eating issues and you try to lose weight? Because I don't want you to keep repeating the same mistakes again and again. 
It feels awful, and I know how bad it feels. I hope to see you back next week where you and I together will continue to work on your emotional eating, and maybe it's binge eating for you step by step until they both become something that you used to do. That is your ultimate goal. For now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you, and I will see you next week.